As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What if there was somebody who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have connections to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location nearest you. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Thursday. Come on in. First day of spring. Oh, I don't care what the calendar says. Opening day of baseball, that's the start of spring to me. By the way, on this date, 1993, something magical happened. And nobody saw this coming. Happened in baseball. 40 years ago today. Anybody want to guess? I'll give you I'll give you his first name. But that would be 1983? 1993. 93. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 40 years. His first name was Charlie. Something happened 40 years ago. 30 years ago. My math. Guess time. Something involving Charlie Liebrandt. No. Not bad. Anybody else want to guess? This happened 1993. It's baseball related. Yeah. And it was a buildup of something that had taken decades to get to that point. It had taken 40 years to get to 1993 for this moment. And the the player's name is Charlie. Any more hints? Um, Uncle Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> It was a it was a ninth inning home run. Oh, the first time ever a, a pinch hitter hit a walk off home run in a baseball game. No, oh, I'm trying. Let's just keep this going. This is fun. Okay. Uh. Uh. 
Uh, mm. I was in a perfect game. Can you give us his last name and what he did? His last name was Brown. Oh, Charlie Brown from the comic strip? Yes. Oh, Charlie Brown in the comic strip. Uh, After 40 years of swinging and missing, Charlie Brown oh, hit a ninth football. He hit a ninth inning home run oh. in the comic strip. I always thought he was trying to kick a football. He was, but, you know, Lucy kept pulling the football out, and then he decided he was going to play baseball Who gave instead. up the dinger? Linus Schroeder? He was Bo Jackson. He was trying to be Deion Sanders. He was going to be a multi-sport athlete here. Pigpen, definitely a catcher. Ooh, yeah, sure. yeah. Pigpen would look like a, a catcher. All righty, we're off to a rousing start. Let's try it again. Hey, spring. First day of spring. Nobody saw it coming. No. Uh, welcome to the program. Come on in, stay a while if you like. Our uh, streaming partner, Peacock, will show you what this looks like. You could actually see the Danettes' faces when I brought up Charlie Brown, and they had no idea what I was talking about. But, uh, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Sign up for the newsletter, and make sure you check out PXG Golf Clubs. PX, uh, PXG, the Gen 6 Golf Clubs, available now. Go to pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more and schedule a fitting. So that's pxg.com. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. And how about my Sacramento Kings? Yeah. Going to the playoffs. Light the beam. Light the beam. First time since 2006, the Sacramento Kings are going to be in the playoffs. And you know what that means. The longest playoff drought of the four major sports leagues belongs to. Do you guys want to guess after the Charlie Brown debacle? The biggest drought game? Yes. The biggest playoff drought. Yes, Marv? I'm going to say the Jets. The Jets. Yeah, man. Whoa. They've missed the playoffs 12 times last 12 years. Finished last in the AFC East six of the last seven. And they're now on the clock. Was that the Sanchez? Yeah. Woo! Ow! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! This is the stat of the day! That was with uh, Mark Sanchez, Darrell Rivas. They lost to the Steelers in the AFC title game last time. The Jets made the playoffs, I think. The uh, Buffalo Sabres have missed, missed the NHL playoffs 11 years in a row. They're in danger of missing this season as well. After the Jets and Sabres, it's a six-way tie for the third longest playoff drought among teams who have missed the playoffs seven years in a row. Todd's Broncos, the Charlotte Hornets, the Pittsburgh Pirates, Kansas City Royals, L.A. Angels, and your Detroit Tigers. Yes, Paul. Here's a quick one for you guys. How many head coaches had the Sack Kings have had since they last made the playoffs in 06? How many head coaches since 06 for the Sack Kings? 12. 12 is correct, Dan. boy, Mr. King. Yes. I am Sacramento King. Yes, I am. Zach to have. Yeah. No, it's great. Great story. You know, I don't know if you could be an A star in Sacramento. I don't know, you know, they're not focusing on NBA entertainment and NBA, you know, you know, on ESPN or TNT. You know, they're kind of lost there with the Lakers. You got the Golden State Warriors. Like you're, what are you, fourth on the list there of 
teams in California that were going, you know, they're going to get the attention. The Clippers are going to get more attention. But Sacramento, through all of this, and they made a lot of mistakes with coaches, players they didn't draft. They got a good nucleus there. And, you know, De'Aaron Fox could be a star. Sabonis, he should be an MVP candidate this year with what he's done. Uh, uh, Keegan Murray, best uh, three-point shooting rookie in history. So they got a lot of positives. And Mike Brown has been kicked to the curb in a variety of places, but uh, glad to see him. He'll probably be coach of the year as uh, Sacramento Kings. And, you know, when they traded away Halliburton, I'm like, God, I like that guy. And I, I thought, okay. And then you get Sabonis, and Sabonis has been unbelievable. He's, you know, it's a nightly feature, it feels like, where at least a double-double with him. Yes, Mark? I think going into next year, I'm going to say the Kings have at least 10 nationally televised games. Mm. Because if you, if you become a winner, look mm. at the Grizzlies. Nobody's looking at the Grizzlies. Yeah, but you have John Morant. De'Aaron Fox De'Aaron is a Fox stud. Is not, he's not, he's not tune-in factor. He's not, he's not the highlight guy that John Morant is. More people got to watch. Well, yeah, but, I mean, Darren Fox is really good. He might be the fastest player in the NBA. Uh, Sabonis is a wonderful player, but there's nothing where you go, oh, my God, did you see the Kings highlights? When's the last time we did that? And social media is not focusing on the Sacramento Kings. John Morant, you are. Dylan Brooks, you are. You know, maybe Sacramento is where Memphis was a couple of years ago, but... Just because you're winning, that doesn't, you know, we don't go out of our way to watch Denver. I didn't say go out of, go out of your way. I'm just saying they're going to get 10 nationally televised games going into next season. But if you're not showing Denver, then why would you be showing Sacramento? Because I'd rather watch Sacramento than watch Denver. But you're, you're, you're probably in the minority here with that. Oh, for sure. I yeah. definitely want to watch the Kings versus the Cavs. The Kings beat <laughs> the Blazers by 40 to clinch their first playoff berth. So the 16-year postseason drought, longest in the NBA, and uh, that was the longest among all the other sports as well. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, operator Tyler standing by, and uh, we'll have a a poll question that Seton is going to do the honors right now. Right now. Do you know the team that has the current uh, NBA drought, playoff drought? Mm. Now that Sacramento is in. Now that Sacramento is in? Your Charlotte Hornets. Oh, yeah, I did. I mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Do you know who's after that? Uh, it's really not actually all that fun, really, when he thinks. It's only been four years, has, four seasons. Is this more fun than the Charlie Brown? No, Charlie Brown was way more fun. <laughs> uh, Pistons and then the Spurs, actually. Ooh. Spurs is kind of a weird one there. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, if you were going to choose a new NBA team to be a fan of, okay. you could choose between the Sacramento Kings and the New York Knicks. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I like to go first here. Okay. All right. I, I kind of like the. the I'm Knicks. worried that the sounds that we're making yeah, no. here. <laughs> Marvin's really having an yeah, episode. Marvin. Over there. Whoa. What's going on, Marv? <laughs> the Knicks, as my son would say. Yeah. All right. All right, Paul, go ahead. Whenever the Knicks even get close to good, the reaction on the East Coast is way too big. I I don't think I can handle being a Knicks fan. I would love to be a Knicks fan. I loved them Ewing days. But the the coverage of the Knicks and the 
hyper on the Knicks when they win three games in a row. Hey, when they beat the Hawks that one game and guys were taking off their shirts. That was hilarious. I took my kids to that parade. I'm like, oh my God. We're back, baby. You guys you guys beat the Hawks at home. But one game. I do want to say the Knicks fans are ultra loyal, even though they're weird. But and they've been here before. It's a long time ago. Right. But they've won a couple of titles. Granted, it was, you know, back in the early 70s, but that's the new generation. Like, we beat the Hawks at home. Take our shirts off right. and let's celebrate. And like, it's like it's like people are are going back to that dominant era with John Starks. And you're like, yeah, he still didn't win anything. Yeah, yeah John's still shooting threes. Those good, made good old days of John Starks. Too soon, too soon. The Knicks were relevant, though. They were. And, and they're sort of relevant now just because they're the Knicks. Yes, Todd. Much cooler to root for the Kings. You got the purple. Whenever you think of California, you immediately think L.A. and San Diego. Sacramento gets no love at all, mm. even though they're just the capital, but they're kind of the forgotten part of California. And it's uh, something new and fresh and fun. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. I do like the uniforms. I like the Kings uniform. Yes, Paul. But if you're a, a Kings fan, mm. if you're a Kings fan, if you jump on now, it's like when a band breaks. And like, oh, I'm going to become a fan of blank because mm. they're good now. You were... Some people supported the Kings when they weren't. Good. I, I, you know what? Everybody can come on board. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon there. It's a good story. Yes, Marv. It's a great story. Fifteen nationally televised games for them next season. <laughs> I can't even wait. Let's go, Kings. Yeah, they're a fun team to look at. Maybe I'm the only person watching them at eleven o'clock at night. My wife's like, "Are you coming to bed?" No, 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 no. De'Aaron Fox is about to go off. Who? <laughs> no, honey, I'm gonna light my own beam. Yeah. <laughs> Light the beam. Uh, so what's the poll question? Well, we could do that one. I got another one for you. Oh, so would you rather be a Kings fan or a Knicks fan? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, fine with that. We could also do who gets who? a playoff win first. I'm going to take the Kings out of it, uh, although we could put them Winning in a it. series. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because the Knicks uh, have won a playoff game. Yeah, the, the Knicks have won. A, they're not on this question. Okay. Though, but okay. it's, it's been 18 seasons since the Charlotte Hornets have. Ooh. Also 18 since the Sacramento Kings. Mm-mm. 18 Mm-mm. since the Minnesota Timberwolves. 14 since the Detroit Pistons. Your Kings, Dan, are in the three seed right now. They can grab the two seed. They mm-hmm. would need a little bit of help from the Grizz. Mm. Uh, the New York Knicks are at the five seed all of themselves right now in the East. Okay. I'd rather be a Kings fan. Yeah. I, t- I think they're, in- they're interesting. Yes, Mark. I can't wait until the Knicks play the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell goes off. And everyone's like, see, we should have traded for Donovan Mitchell. Fire everybody. They're scheduled to meet in the first round, aren't they? Yes. Yep. Dolan's yep. an idiot. Yeah. Like, Dolan didn't make that. <laughs> You're fired up today. Let's go, Knicks. <laughs> yes, Paul. But you know what's helping the Knicks is the Nets not reaching the mm. title. When they had, remember three years ago, it was title or bust, and now it's bust? But even with the Nets, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. There's no fans the Net, in Brooklyn. The Nets are the Clippers. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. And they always will be. Yes, they no will. No offense, Clippers. Yes. Uh, Chris Mannix, who covers the sport, will join us coming up. I got the updated odds here for MVP, DraftKings. It's uh, the Joker. The Joker is leading Joel Embiid right now. And then uh, Giannis, a distant third. So we'll talk to Mannix about that. Uh, Jeff Passan, ESPN Senior Baseball Insider, joins us a little bit later on as we talk about opening day and night. Everybody's playing. But if I'm scheduling Major League Baseball 
and I go, okay, who do people want to see? They want to see Aaron Judge, and they want to see Shohei Ohtani, and maybe not in that order. Guess what the Angels' opening day opponent is, or guess who? Of course, the Oakland A's in Oakland. Huh? Baseball's done everything right. And now you're going to go, no, you know, let's tuck him away. Oakland's going to be one of the worst teams. And, and you know, Otani's going to be the starting pitcher. I got to put him on display. The NBA would never do this, right? The NBA would never do that. It'd be like, all right, uh, let's see. LeBron is going to play who? Steph Curry's going to play who? How about LeBron and Steph Curry against each other? You, people want to see Shohei Otani. He got momentum. People are interested. And he's going to end up with game against the Oakland A's. Watch him throw a no-hitter. But a great month for baseball. I'm excited if uh, you didn't hear the commissioner yesterday. Uh, and I, I enjoy it because, you know, there's a David Stern feel that I can push him a little bit. We can push each other a little bit. Uh, and I always appreciate that because I'm, I'm speaking for the fan. I'm speaking for you asking some of these questions here as we move forward. We're headed towards umpires, you know, with the automatic strike zone. And it, it's not a question of if, but when. And, and just so you know, the umpires will still, still be there. Although I'd like to see AI. You know, I'd like to see ro robots back there. Uh, Steve, Reich, <laughs> he, ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to run you. You're out of here. How about celebrity voices for the robot umpire? You're like Matthew McConaughey, a little chill vibe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Steve, right. But we're going to have an auto automated strike zone. We are. And all it's going to be is the umpire will have an earpiece. He'll have, you know, what's called an IFB, and they'll, they'll just say, you know, strike, ball. And it, it'll happen quickly. And it's happening in the minor leagues. It's going to happen in Major League Baseball. And you have the visual component where you're going to show it just like tennis, where the ball's in or out. And then there's, there's no arguing there. Now you can say, oh, I'm going to miss arguing. And umpires coming out there, grown men in uniforms, kicking dirt on the home plate or something. But... We're headed that way, and I, it's in the not-too-distant future. Yes, Paul? I can get you uh, into the A's game tonight. There are good seats still available for Oakland A's tonight. I could probably play for the A's tonight. $22 will get you in the door, mm -hmm. and uh, the highest price ticket in the whole building is two seventy. You could sit behind home plate and watch Shohei Otani tonight for the price of like a regular season NFL ticket. How, how is that not a national showcase? I don't get it. Yes, Uh Kind of a sidebar, but did you see the story on who the fourth Ooh. highest paid Cincinnati Red is this year? It is Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> Come on down. I love that stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, good stuff. There's dudes playing every day that don't make as much money as a guy who retired 13 years ago. <laughs> Righty, let's take a break. <laughs> Chris Mannix going to join us. Uh, I'm curious who his MVP is this year. We'll get his thoughts coming up. And how dangerous are the Lakers? How dangerous are the Golden State Warriors? It feels, and there's trouble in Dallas. I watched a lot of Luka and the Mavs, and you talk about body language. Ooh, man. Take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace, at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, one-of-a-kind digital cards. 
Now, we've talked about Panini. These are the official products of the NFL, NBA, UFC, FIFA World Cup, collegiate sports. This is the one-stop shop. This is where you go. Collectors can share your cards in the public gallery. Make sure you check out newly released NFL Mosaic, Prism, Don Russ, NBA Hoops, and more of your favorite Panini brands. Now is NFTs because this is the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. Do yourself a favor. Visit PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. Check out the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all. Set up a test drive, your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. I was just talking about opening day and night. And if you're going to showcase your top players, you don't send Shohei Otani to Oakland to open up the season. Witness protection. Yeah. It's like, is Otani in action tonight? Not really. He's in Oakland. What's the payroll for the Oakland A's? Oh, the 2023 A's. It's one of the lowest payrolls I could find in the past 20 years. $40 million? $43 million for their entire roster. Okay, how many baseball players make more individually than the Oakland A's do? This season, for sure, two will make more. Max Scherzer. Correct. Justin Verlander. Correct. Both yep. with the Mets, whose payroll is $334 <laughs> million for 2023. Yeah. Yes, Todd. Now, when you play that team and look in their dugout, do you have that little bit of extra swagger? I make more money than this entire dugout. It's got to be a little something about that. Don't you <laughs> yeah, think? I don't know. You wouldn't verbalize I, it, but there's got to be a part of you that's saying, I, like, I'm getting paid more money than this entire team that's sitting over there. Yes. See, I wonder more about, like, uh, say we go back to the Reds, right, where, like, Joey Votto's making 20-something million a year, and the guy closest to him is Ken Griffey Jr. making three and a half million. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I'm the 20-plus million guy, but the rest of you guys are, like, two-something. That's got to be awkward. Are the Knicks still paying Allen Houston? Oh. <laughs> it feels like that was one of those contracts. Uh, Steve Francis, are they still paying him? Who else in there? Anthony Hardaway, he'd be in there as well. Oh, he's there. He's back. He's Chris Mannix, our good buddy, the uh, Sports Illustrated senior writer. He has been a busy man here. All right, you want to start with MVP? The Sacramento Kings, the dangerous Lakers, Durant's back. Whichever you, you pick. Whichever way you want to go, Dan. You, you can start with MVP since I was just reading before we came on. Tim Bontemps, my friend over at ESPN, had his latest straw poll, uh, which shows the race between Nikola Jokic and uh, Joel Embiid. And to a lesser extent, Giannis Tentacumpo. Uh, tightening pretty uh, pretty good. So we start there. It feels like it's contentious, not between Embiid and the Joker, but the writers and fan base. I, can you I, – I don't remember this I, being this way. I don't think it's contentious among the writers. It's 
contentious certainly among the fans it's contentious certainly on social media mm-hmm. um you know radio tv personalities some of them have you know made it seem like if you vote for player x that means you hate player y yeah. which none of the writers actually believe uh i'm an mvp voter and look i've i've gone back and forth on this vote but not because i, I you know, feel differently or I hate Nikola Jokic more than I did back in February when I voted the first time. But circumstances change. You know, since the last, you know, ESPN straw poll, you've seen the Bucks go on a 15-game winning streak. You've seen the Sixers 8 out of 10 and Joel Embiid play out of his mind. So things just change. That's why the voting habits change. And if you go back to December, Dan, Jason Tatum was the leader in the MVP clubhouse. So you know, things just tend to evolve over season. How do you think this plays out? I, I think it's going to come down to potentially which team gets hot in the final couple of weeks of the season, potentially which player takes off. I mean, I was one of the few people that cast my unofficial vote this week for Giannis. Um, mm. Giannis, I think, is the most complete two-way player that's that's left. Uh, among those top three, the Bucks right now have the best record in basketball, and the Bucks have done it with Chris Middleton playing like 30 games this season. You know, every other player that we're talking about in the MVP race has a all-star or all-star caliber co-star or co-stars. Um, yes, Drew Holiday is right there in that mix, but Chris Middleton is the number two in Milwaukee, and his absence while James Harden has been playing, while Jamal Murray has been playing, Michael Porter Jr. even playing in uh, in Denver, you know, that's a variable to me. So Giannis kind of taking this team and elevating them to the best record in the NBA right now, uh, that gave him a slight edge on my most recent vote. Talking to Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated, their senior writer. How about my Kings? How, uh, how big is this story? It's huge. It's huge. Um one of the most wildly entertaining teams I've seen in a while. Probably the most entertaining since, you know, Mike D'Antoni's teams from back in the day because they are wait more entertaining the than, than Golden State. Yeah, yeah, because Golden State would play defense and Sacramento doesn't, which makes them <laughs> even more entertaining. Like it just, it's just fun watching this team get the ball out of their own basket, run up the floor, and try to score. That's why it's kind of shades of the D'Antoni Suns. I mean, even the D'Antoni Suns during their best years, were, you could find them 15-20 in defense. Sacramento, in most categories, is bottom five. And you watch them, and and I've watched a lot of Kings games this year because, again, they are fun to watch. But you watch them, and it's not like the effort's not there defensively. It's not like the schemes aren't there defensively because Mike Brown is an excellent defensive coach. They're just fundamentally bad. Like, top to bottom, they are bad <laughs> defensively. From Sabonis to Fox, Kevin Herter, great offensive players. Dynamic at some positions, but straight bad defensively. That's why, you know, most of these scores are like 130-120, It just makes them so much fun to, mo- fun to watch. And, but but it, ending it, this drought is impressive. But it's entertaining, but is it? can you win with this in the playoffs? No, no, you absolutely cannot win with this in the playoffs. Okay. You know, I, the, the matchups are going to be interesting because 
right now you look at the bottom of the Western Conference playoff standings and you see in no particular order the Clippers, the Lakers, the Timberwolves. It's very easy to envision a scenario, not just where the Kings get knocked out in the first round, but any of the top three teams right now in the Western Conference getting knocked out in the first round. But specific to the Kings, you've got to be like, I don't know, better than a bottom third defensive team to to succeed in the playoffs when you can't run as much, when possessions become a lot more valuable. And I think the Kings are going to have some fun moments in the postseason, but I don't see them getting very far with that defense. The most dangerous team in the West is who? Lakers. Most dangerous team in the West. And Dan, I will tell you right now, the Lakers are going to win the Western Conference. Wow. That is my prediction to you today. Okay. They will win the Western Conference. Okay. Um, it's okay. not it's not knee-jerk to what we saw last night against Chicago. It's more of a combination of everything I've seen over the last few weeks with Anthony Davis, again, playing like Anthony Davis. Austin Reeves taking off in the second half of the season. The trades that they made, these guys that fit. D'Angelo Russell, he fits. Rui Hashimura, good role player. Jared Vanderbilt, you get some kind of Dennis Rodman vibes off Jared Vanderbilt when he's in the game. And LeBron, he came back from this foot injury a little bit earlier than people thought he would, which gives him more of a runway to get back into a rhythm before the start of the playoffs. I mean, since the All-Star break, Dan, they have a top four defense in the league. And I just see too many signs hmm. that suggest when they get to the playoffs, they're going to be dangerous there. Because who who do you fear? Like, who are you picking in the first round against the Lakers? Right now, they're in number eight. Do they play Denver? Do you pick the Nuggets over the Lakers? I'm sorry, I wouldn't. Memphis, they're a mess right now. Uh, Sacramento, we talked about them. I think the Lakers, the biggest threat to the Lakers, in my opinion, are the teams they could play in the second and third round at the bottom half of the bracket. If the Warriors get Andrew Wiggins back and they start playing like the Warriors, the Clippers get Paul George back. Those are the teams, uh, the Suns, we can get into them. I mean, if they get their chemistry right, uh, those are the teams that would make me more anxious if I was the Lakers than Denver, Memphis, or Sacramento. Yeah, I thought you would say Phoenix would be the most dangerous team with Durant coming back. How come they're not the, the most dangerous team? They're right up there, but I still need to see more from this version of Phoenix. I don't put much stock in what Durant did last night, first game back, and I can only imagine with an ankle injury that was so bizarre, there, there's going to be some comfort issues coming back into, into the fold. But, you know, you know, Chris Paul continues to have an inconsistent shooting year. I want to see who's that kind of fourth and fifth guy off of, or, four, or fifth guy really, off of the top four that they have in, in Phoenix. How does that bench shape out? It's kind of a thin bench right now. And look, they've got a lot of guys, Dan, that have been dealing with, you know, soft tissue injuries, muscle injuries, different things like that over the course uh, of the season. DeAndre Ayton just missed four games with a hip injury. You know, that's a dangerous team because of their star power. But in the playoffs, I mean – it feels like they're one moment away from one of those guys going down, which would completely derail their plans. Help me understand the Ben Simmons situation. What happens next? You've just got to continue the rehabilitation pro uh, process if you're Brooklyn. There's, there's no other alternative at this point. There's no market for Ben Simmons. Uh, nobody in the NBA really knows if you're making like the Ben Simmons pie chart 
how much of it is mental, how much of it is physical, how much of it is a situation. There's just there's a lot of questions around him to the point where nobody is going to touch him, certainly not with the numbers that are left on that contract. I mean, the Nets, they, they, there's no pressure on Brooklyn right now because they're not going to win anything for the foreseeable future. So I believe their mindset this offseason with a full offseason with Simmons being relatively healthy is to just try to find unique ways to get him back on track because they really don't have any other choice. Like there's there's no other destination for Ben Simmons. There's no place they can trade him. They're certainly not going to cut him and eat all that money. Yeah. Uh, they've got to figure out this summer a way to fix Ben Simmons so that he is something close to the player we've once seen in years past. Yeah, and, you know, it's like Markel Foltz worked to come back. Yeah. And and really, it's been a, a, a really good story, but he disappeared in Orlando. It's like Ben Simmons needs to disappear someplace so we don't focus on his game every single night, or he's not playing for a contender where he's hurting that team. And then maybe he gets some confidence back. But, man, you can't go from defensive player of the year to averaging 17 and 8 and then – you're not even playing anymore. Like, I don't know. Mind-boggling. Look, the, the people the people around Ben Simmons will tell you that everything is kind of an offshoot of the initial injury, whether it's the knee, connects to the hip, connects to the back. All those things have been giving Ben Simmons problems. But I couldn't agree with you more that Ben Simmons needs to get back in anonymity, which is exactly what Fultz did. And there were some similarities there because Fultz's injuries did appear to be both physical and mental. And he went to Orlando where there was no pressure. And, you know, he's had some injuries down there. But as a player, he has been able to revive his career. Look, maybe Brooklyn is that destination. Yeah. I mean, the Nets are in New York, but, you know, even when they're great, nobody really cares. They're still a Knicks town. So that that, that could be his opportunity to to rebuild himself next year. But he can't play for a contender right now, not with that type of pressure. Would you rather be a Knicks fan or a Kings fan right now? I'd probably rather be a Kings fan, not just for this year, but for the foreseeable future. Because I can project out four or five years of the Kings rising in in the playoff standings, in the playoff field, becoming a contender. If they can add a couple of defensive players, um, they could be at another level. The Knicks, I can they just reek of first round exit. They just do. Like they they they're better than what they were in years past because Jalen Brunson is there. And Jalen Brunson is a game changer. I think Jalen Brunson deserves, you know, credit for elevating Julius Randle this year because you know, you, Julius Randle's playing more like the guy we saw two years ago than the one we saw last year, and that has a lot to do with uh, with Jalen Brunson. But I still don't trust that team in the playoffs. I, I've watched too many Knicks games, Dan, where where Randle just grabs the ball with under five minutes left, and you know goes one on five sometimes. And, and defenses have kind of figured him out. You saw it in the playoffs a couple of years ago against Atlanta. You know, a couple of games they. They, you know, to, to break it down or boil it down, they see him kind of look one way. They send a double team from another and force him to either turn the ball over or take a bad shot. That's just not a team I can trust right now. It's a great matchup on Friday, by the way, with a team they're likely to face in the first round. That's Cleveland. I think Cleveland's a more complete team than uh, than the Knicks are. They're 
overall better defensively. And I think Donovan Mitchell will be the best player on the floor in that series. And won't it be great to see Donovan Mitchell go to Madison Square Garden and break the hearts of all Knicks fans? I, I just, I, I think the Knicks are a team that's built for pretty good success in the regular season. But when you get to the playoffs and you're going to be forced to rely on Julius Randle and forced to ask for efficiency from R.J. Barrett and forced to have Jalen Brunson uh, step up into a bigger role, I'm just not buying them. I think the Kings have the higher ceiling. I'll leave you with this. I'm big on body language, and I'm watching the Mavs last night. Luka does not look good, man. How's this end? I, I don't know. He Look, he's in year one of a long-term contract. But the Mavericks made this Kyrie deal because they're worried about Luka asking out in the foreseeable future. And, you know, whenever I check in with people in Dallas, it's made clear to me in no uncertain terms that they don't blame Kyrie for what's going on down here. Um, Kyrie, by all accounts, has been a great locker room guy, a pretty good leader. Saying it's a cluster bleep last night was probably not a page out of Dale Carnegie, but it he was a uh, he has been a pretty good soldier down in Dallas. The problem they have, Dan, is their roster is deeply flawed. You, you watch, you know, Luca and Kyrie are not good defensive players, but when there's nobody behind them to clean up their mistakes, they become exponentially worse because you can't rely on JaVale McGee and Dwight Powell and Maxi Kleber to be defensive stoppers. So if you are, if you have two turnstiles at the top of the perimeter, you're not going to have much success getting stops uh, in the paint. It reminds me a lot of what the Jazz looked like in recent years when Rudy Gobert was out of the lineup, where they could score a bunch of points, but they couldn't stop anybody. And I don't know how it gets better next season. Like, let's say, let's spin it forward, and let's say you bring – Kyrie back on a long-term deal, which is a massive risk in and of itself. Like you don't have flexibility to go out and get the wing stopper that you had in Dorian Finney-Smith. You have no flexibility to get the perimeter or, or the interior big. You have no flexibility to flesh out that roster. You're just going to have to hope that those two guys catch lightning in a bottle and can outscore you on most nights. And that's not a that's not a recipe for success. It's no, really not. They so were, they were better. I, I think it's going to end poorly. They were better before they made the trade. They were a better team. It was a panic move. Yes. It was a panic move yeah. because they they failed last year with Jalen Brunson. We don't need to go back down that path, but that was a catastrophic mistake, not re-signing him the first or second time that they had the opportunity. And now they go out and, you know, we're the only team really in the NBA willing to roll the dice on Kyrie. And look at the offseason, Dan. Like, who's out there that would take a chance on Kyrie besides Dallas this summer? Like, the Lakers, I mean, if they do that, if they go out there and – Gut their roster to get Kyrie Irving. That would be one of the most dysfunctional moves I've seen in a while. The Suns have no interest. Kevin Durant doesn't look like he wants to be anywhere near Kyrie anymore. Like some of the cap space teams, like Detroit, San Antonio, are no. they making a run no. at Kyrie Irving? No. Like it, it, it's Dallas or bust, it feels like right now for Kyrie. Good to talk to you as always. Thanks again, Chris. You got it, Dan. That's Chris Mannix, senior writer for Sports Illustrated. We'll take a break. Our play of the day is up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of 
football, or fighting, or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app, and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, so, fellas, just a heads up. Uh, check your captains.
Uh, anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Check this out. Can Holiday get that 50 piece? He's got it on the right wing. Dribbles between his legs. Working on Jordan Warren, his old teammate. Can he do it against Jordan? Backs his way in. Fades. Fires. Yes, sir. How about a 50 piece for the veteran Drew Holiday, the sixth in Bucks history to do it? Bucks Radio Network, that's your play of the day. There have been 24 games this season where players scored at least 50 points, most in a single season in the last 60 years. Play of the Day brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. Automatically double all the cash back you've earned. So everything is earned is doubled. Cash back from trips and restaurants, all doubled. You can see terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. A couple of uh, phone calls in here. Doug in North Carolina leads us off. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, Dan, I wanted to call about a comment that was made during uh, yesterday's show. Mm. Uh, only Peacock viewers would have seen it, but you were fooling around on your putting green, and Seton made a joke about, wouldn't it be funny if you went to Augusta and you found out all the uh, flowers were plastic? Yes. There's not much on that course that is real. Avid golf fans know what I'm about to say is true. The rest of you will have to Google it. But uh, it's known that they put a dye in the water of Ray's Creek to give it a certain sheen, to get a, give it a reflective uh, uh, view on television. They do spray paint some of the uh, fairways, spotches of uh, grass in some of the fairways, and uh, so it all matches on television. And because if you live in the South, uh, here in North Carolina, we got spring-like weather in January, so the azaleas were already in bloom. The Masters doesn't want that, so there have been rumors for years that they pack their azaleas in ice to keep them from blooming until it's the right time. So, Seton, you weren't, they're not plastic, but you weren't all that far off. All right. Well, thank you, Doug. Buzzkill. Yeah. It seems like an awfully lot of work. Well, you're, you're doing a presentation. I mean, this is a, a TV show. Yeah, but like freezing azaleas so that then you can have them in the wrong time of year on TV? Well, I, I did go to Lambeau one time, and it was a game that was on New Year's Eve, maybe. Might have been the Packers and the Seahawks. And went down on the field prior to the game. Matt Hasselbeck was still with Seattle. And uh, I, I, they had spray-painted the dirt at Lambeau. Because I'm going, oh, wow, you got some grass here. And you go down there, and I go, this is, it's paint. Not not quite the image that you thought it was going to have, like, oh, Lambo, all that charm and all that paint. On the remember, remember there was that story, though, like whenever the U.S. Open was coming through, it's like, I don't know, maybe somewhere in Pennsylvania or something, they were like, oh, they moved 1,500 trees to yeah. change. 
What a colossal waste of time and like resources. You're you're moving a gajillion trees. Yeah, that might have been Oakmont, where they moved all of these trees. We relocated all of these trees to make the courts tougher for Tiger. Like, what a waste of money. Yes, Paul. I did find an article that confirms some of this. A former, not head greenskeeper, but a greenskeeper Mm -hmm. worked on Augusta in the run-up to the Masters, Mm -hmm. told a, a website years ago, when there's weak spots, days before, we'll paint to make sure they all match green. He did say there's a dye, and you could do this on ponds and things like that to make it more blue or more reflective because the dye goes to the top and forces the sun to reflect off it. So there is a confirmation. Of that. When I played Augusta, it was, uh, Ray's Creek was muddy. Like it was, it was brown. It was Ray's Crick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I grew up and it was a crick. Yeah. You going down to the crick? Yep, I'll go down there and meet you. I found mixed stories that accuse CBS of pumping in uh, Oh, no, they've, yeah, they've been accused of that. Accused. I think they, uh, they never admitted to piping in the birds. I think you had somebody from the Audubon Society who go, uh, that bird would not be indigenous to Augusta. You know? like, bird narc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could find some articles that accuse them, but you can't, you can't find <laughs> That doesn't sound like southern Georgia. Northern Georgia. Somewhere in Georgia. Not Whatever. Indigenous to these parts. Caca, caca. Tradition unlike any other. All righty. Coming up, we'll talk some baseball with Jeff Passan. Can he explain why Shohei Otani is opening his season in Oakland? Also have MVP odds for the baseball season. That's all coming up. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at KeepersHeartWhiskey.com. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.